step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Folks, this is Linda Ballesteros. Thanks for so much for joining me today on All Things Franchising. It's going to be a fun show today. Uh, I always appreciate when someone spends time with me because remember, time is that one commodity that you just can't get back. Hope you guys are staying safe and healthy and uh, doing the right thing. Uh, so um, as we're moving forward in in these times, we're always looking at unique and different opportunities. And that's one of the things I've been bringing to you uh, for the last few months or so is industries that you don't necessarily think about as being part of the franchise model. So today we're going to talk about the, we're going to talk about the medical spa industry. It's become one of the most lucrative new industries because it is relatively new when you think about it. Uh, new industries in the country and is quickly approaching a $10 billion industry. It's expected to reach $33.9 billion by 2026. That's pretty amazing, isn't it, to think that um, that the that industry is growing so quickly and that there is such a demand for that. So today, uh, my guest is Gail Longmore. She is the Vice President of Franchise Development for MedSpa 810. She's been in franchising for more than 25 years. And MedSpa 810 is a leading franchisor of medical uh, aesthetic clinics that provide injections, in, injectables, clinical skincare services, laser hair removal, and body contouring. Gail, thanks so much for being on the show. Welcome. Thanks, Linda. I really appreciate the time. Absolutely. So talk to me a little bit. I know you've been in franchising for quite a few years. Talk to me about what drew you to MedSpa 810. Well, it was interesting. Uh, Greg Long, who is our CEO and president, reached out to me to um, ask me if I would be interested in coming on board. And um, Greg, I'm sure you know him. He's he, like myself, has been involved in franchise development for a number of years. One of the things that I really enjoy about working with Greg and his team is that we spend a lot of time and energy ensuring that we're bringing the right people into the program. 
when I spend time and our executives spend time with uh, candidates, it's really to educate them about the opportunity and make sure that they understand what it looks like day to day to operate uh, one of these businesses type of employees they're going to have and, you know, what their lifestyle is really going to be like when they choose mm-hmm. to come on board. So um, it's, you know, we're not awarding franchises for the sake of, of getting franchise fees. We're really um, bringing partners into our business. Mm-hmm. And I, I really appreciate that about Greg reaching out to me because we're, we're such a good team. Um, and the mm-hmm. rest of the executive team that he brings to the table just elevate this whole model with the expertise in the medical spa industry and then also in franchise development, coaching and training, et cetera. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a yeah. really wonderful group to be part of. Yeah, that's great to hear that anybody that comes on would certainly have the support of the franchisor because they look up to that. So tell me a little bit about the services that MedSpa offers um, for those people out there that may not be real familiar with the medical spa industry. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so these are services that are actually in very high demand. Um, I, when I first came on board, I went to the um, International Medical Spa Conference in Las Vegas, where our chief experience officer and our whole executive team attended. Um, and it was really interesting. It was three and a half days. Uh, Fran Acunzo, who is our uh, CXO, uh, was a speaker a number of times during the course of it. But it was a, a really interesting learning experience. So the services are Botox and fillers. You know, those are the injectables. A lot of people are very aware of those. Uh, we do body contouring. Um, we um, use the cool sculpting method. We do clinical facials and laser hair removal, as you had spoken of earlier. And our name, Spy 10, um, just a side fact, the laser hair, the, the laser that we use for hair removal is actually referred to as the 810 uh, laser. We also do photo facials, which are really interesting. It's an LED mask and what it does is it rejuvenates collagen. So someone my age, it wouldn't get rid of my wrinkles, but it would definitely soften and refresh. The target demographic that we go after is 26 to 45-year-olds. We definitely have people older. We have men who come into our spas. But that target demographic, what they're really trying to do is is um, maintain their youth. So someone using a, an IPL as a younger person would come in once a year for the service and it would stop them having wrinkles. So just holding on to that youth as long as they can. We also do chemical peels. And I don't know if you've ever seen a uh, before and after of a chemical peels, but we talk about our business really building self-esteem and giving people confidence. If someone had really bad acne scarring or, um, discoloration, pigmentation discoloration, we can absolutely reverse that. So you can imagine that self-esteem we're able to build for these folks. So this is a medically directed business. The services are you know, very highly profitable, but it's also a feel-good business. We really help people feel good about themselves. It's interesting when um, over the course of the last little while, obviously we're all doing a lot of Zoom meetings, and our services have been in high demand. Um, and our thought process is that folks really, even though they're on a Zoom meeting, they still want to present themselves in the very best light. Um, and not all, not all of us are really comfortable facing a camera all the time, but we do want to present ourselves the best way we can. So we've seen a yeah. big influx in demand. 
Yeah, that's that's funny because when you're on a Zoom session, you, not only are you looking at everybody else, you're looking at yourself for that hour exactly. and thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> Goodness, I didn't think it looked that bad. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, tell me, how often would one of your um, typical treatments last? Are, is it several weeks, or are they done in sessions? How does that work? Yeah, so most of them are sessions. We do have a membership program um, for folks that are coming in. A lot of times, like laser hair removal, they're coming in over a, a, um, a, a certain period of time to uh, complete that service. For things like injectables, most people will come in every four to six weeks. Um, and so that's where that membership program is really beneficial to them. And then, of course, it brings them back to us from a business strategy. But our business is more than just the services. We also um, have uh, product lines that our vendors train the staff on how to educate the guests on how to use them. So when someone walks into our spas, we don't have lobbies in the front of them because they're in strip centers, um, 1,800 to 2,000 square feet. So nobody wants to be in front of a big um, showcase window in a right. in a waiting area of a medical spa and have somebody walk by and wonder what they're getting done. Right. So when they come in, they are um, – you know, they're educated about the product lines. And then when we do check them in, we guide them into the interior of the spa. So this is a, a white glove experience. Um, we really train the staff on ensuring that when they bring people into the waiting area, they're going to offer them coconut-infused water or mint-infused mm -hmm. water, make sure they're very comfortable. While they're waiting for their service, they are looking at a flat-screen TV that is rolling all of the services. So it is a marketing strategy. We're educating them about the different services that we have to offer and also doing a lot of before and after pictures so that they can really see what we're able to accomplish. So when you're, it, it sounds to me like um, it is certainly a, a high-end experience for your clients. Absolutely, yeah. So the professionals in the back of the house, um, unlike massage therapists or stylists who do go to school and get licensed, our, um, our employees in the back of the house are typically uh, RNs or PAs or estheticians, folks that have really vested a lot of time and money in their education. And what we find with these employees is that they typically have a servant's heart. They get involved in this industry because they really feel good about helping people feel good about themselves. So a lot of our conversations when we bring someone into an examination room or a procedure room, it's really a conversation about what they want to achieve. If they're coming in for laser hair removal, um, then, you know, we're also going to talk to them about other services that we offer. And it's really a game plan as opposed to just bringing someone in and, and doing injectables. It's a long-term relationship, which is beneficial to the business owner, obviously. Oh, certainly. And so let's talk a little bit now about your franchisees. Um, what are some of the things that you offer them? I know you talk about how you support your franchisees. So a brand new franchisee comes in. Do they need to have experience? Do they need to have that? Do they need to be a doctor? Do they need to be a PA before they even consider MedSpa 810? So, yeah, it's interesting. This is a medically directed um, 
business, meaning that they would have a doctor that is part of the program, but they don't actually work within the spa. Um, typically, a medical director would have to review 20 to 30 percent of the files, which they can do online, and what they're ensuring is that the procedures are being executed uh, properly. They also review the resumes of the uh, team in the back of the house to ensure that they have the credentials that are required. There's a little difference between states, so that's what we bring to the table is helping them recognize the way that they need to set up their business and the, the types of employees that they have to have. But um, if they are a doctor, obviously, and, and they want to add it onto their practice, they can certainly do that and be their own medical director, but they don't need to work within the spa. They would have a spa manager. And the same with any lay person. Um, so a lot of our folks have come from sales and marketing, we do have a doctor in Louisville, Kentucky, who is a surgeon. He oversees 80 other surgeons, and as well as his medical spa. The big key for me in looking for people that would be a great fit for us is that they have the ability to connect with people, and they would be the face of the business. So this is a turnkey franchise, meaning we don't do everything for them, but we guide them through everything. So our real estate team, when they come on board, we do the demographic studies. We do traffic patterns. We uh, work with a local broker, and um, Greg Long, our CEO, is very involved with the real estate team as well. And what we're looking for is access and egress into the shopping center, availability of parking, visibility of signage, all of those components that help the, um, the franchisee get the best location. Um, we look at where our target demographic is shopping, um, and if we think about that target demographic, they typically come from households with more disposable income, higher education, they're professionals. So we go into a lot of times grocery store anchors, you know, um, higher end grocery mm -hmm. stores, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, those are the centers that work really well for us. When we do have a lease in place, the, the executive team, there's a site selection committee that looks at everything on paper. And again, access and egress, all those components that are going to help them be successful. And then uh, either our VP of Operations and Training, Maria Schenabager, or Greg will fly out and walk the site with them before they sign the lease. When they do sign the lease, we help them get an architect locally who will oversee the build-out. So they do the, the drawings um, for licensing and permitting. The configuration is pretty straightforward. As I said, it's 1,800 to 2,000 square feet. And um, so they're basically just doing the layout to fit that space. Then they oversee the construction team. And what we find by having a local architect is that they pay a lot more attention to those details where a construction mm -hmm. manager alone might be working on mm -hmm. three or four projects. So this way we sure. ensure that, you know, we're keeping it on, uh, on, on time and on budget. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. then we bring very strong training and business coaching um, ongoing basis. And what our business coaches are really doing is helping the franchisee execute their marketing strategy. So both our real estate team and our medical uh, and our marketing team come from the medical spa industry. And that again is what really elevates this to being more than um, just a, a franchise with, you know, strong franchise development. We're bringing a lot of medical spa industry experience to the table. Um, our marketing team works very strongly with each one of our MedSpa 810 franchisees directly to help them establish what that marketing program is going to look like, and then the business coaches help them execute it. So that's why the individual, if they can be the face of the business and really strong communication skills, those are the most successful franchisees for us.
a long, mm-hmm. long answer to that story. No, no, that, that's great. So when you talk about the training, um, tell me a little bit about the training that you, that you offer them. I'm sure that there is a period of time where you are uh, focused more on the services, and then do you also provide them with the training to actually run a business? Absolutely. So um, for the franchisees, we have, um, it's almost three weeks of training. The first four days is in our corporate office in Brantford, Connecticut, which is a wonderful little hamlet of Hartford where uh, Yale University is. It's got a real college feel. It's a nice little town to be in. We have um, converted an old bank building to our corporate office. And it's um, when we bring people in for the meet the team day, they come in, the marketing team is on the first floor, we tour that, they can see them in action creating all these websites and social media programs. Um, then we go upstairs, that's where our real estate team is, our corporate offices, our boardroom, and the, tr- the training center. So the first four days in the training center are all about the paperwork, you know, certifications, licenses, how to hire and recruit the medical director, how to get their, their people in place for the back of the house, how to make the business as profitable as possible. Then they have a week in one of our um, spas in uh, Arizona, either Scottsdale or Phoenix, where Monday to Friday they get hands-on with our training folks and that franchisee just really experiencing what it's like to operate one of these spas. Then prior to opening, a week before our VP of Operations and Training and one of our other training uh, folks come in, our vendors work very closely with all of the employees for our franchisees. So they come in to that spa, educate them about how to um, sell the different products that we have, and then work very closely with the folks in the back of the house on how to use the equipment effectively for you know, cool sculpting or the laser hair removal, et cetera. So the vendors are very involved in the training. Our folks work very closely with the franchisee and the employees to ensure that that level of service is, as I said earlier, is that white glove service. So really making every guest that walks in the front house feel very comfortable, that they're in an environment that's extremely professional, and that we really care about them as a person. Mm-hmm. So they, you've talked. They you've stay talked right about how, for the opening. Oh, that's great! And so the opening is. Um, it would be what a month or so after their training. So. Um, yeah, so typically what we do is we bring them in for their, that four days of training when they sign on, and then depending on how quickly we're able to get the lease negotiated and start to do the build-out, we would do about two weeks before they open in um, Arizona, and then a week before they open, we come in and work with them very closely, and right. then, as I said, stay beyond the opening. And then ongoing, again, they're working with the business coaches and the marketing um, team mm-hmm. to continue to grow the business. So about how many employees um, do you usually suggest that they have when they open their doors on launch day? So they're going to have um, two or three minimum hourly employees at the front of the house to check in the guests and um, do the retail sales. The back of the house, they're probably going to start with three or four technicians. We have six um, uh procedure rooms in the back of the house as well as the waiting room and sometimes the spa manager's offices in the back of the house as well. So eventually they'll have six to eight of those technicians in the back of the house. But they'll start with three or four. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that that is um, you know that really needs to be someone who is also good with people, employees, right? Yeah, and as I said, the folks that are attracted to this business really uh-huh. do seem to have a servant's heart. You know, they just yeah. really care about the yeah. their clients, the guests. So yeah. nice people to work with. And we don't sure. get a lot of turnover with those folks in the back of the house. Um, as long as they are, you know, in an environment that they feel they're able to deliver those services and, you know, recognized for the good work that they're doing, um, they stay with us. Um, I was in the hair care industry for a while, and, man, the front door for hair salons is constantly revolving because I'm sure. always looking for a better opportunity. <laughs> sure, sure, absolutely. So just so that everybody knows, if you're listening to this and it's a recording, um, this is July the 9th, 2020, so we know what that means. We're in the middle um, at the the end. Um, I don't know where we are in this pandemic. It changes every day. So um, I know that there was a period of time, Gail, that the hair salons were all shut down. How has this impacted the medical spa industry? So we did have some shutdowns as well. Um, It was uh, dictated by state. Um, when we did reopen, specifically Arizona, it was amazing. Our sales just went through the roof. Um, people mm-hmm. um, just, you know, when they are doing these services, they look in the mirror. They don't like the, their appearance. And so they came back to us as quickly as they could. And we're, you know, able, we were able to do a couple of things. Greg and the real estate team went in and got lease abatements for the period of times that we wow. had to shut down to assist our franchisees. And then also when we reopened, of course, we're all, all, all about PPE. And so instead mm-hmm. of bringing people into our lobbies to wait for their services, they waited in their car. And, mm-hmm. of course, all of the technicians were properly uniformed to ensure that everybody was safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really love hearing that, Gail, because many times, a brand new, especially a brand, brand new franchise owner, um, they are doing good to get their arms wrapped around the business. And then you throw mm-hmm. something else in there like the PPE and all of those other things and um, negotiating with the, the landlord. It's great to hear that your your leaders are stepping in to help them. Um, that's wonderful to hear that because that could be a very stressful time for some brand new franchise owners. Absolutely. And you know that that adage about with going into franchising, you're not going into business with yourself, but you're going mm-hmm. in with a team of support people. That's so true of this group. Like we really mm-hmm. feel we're partners with these folks. And so of course we're going to do everything we can to ensure that we're supporting them. Yeah, definitely. i tell you what, we need to take a quick commercial break. Um, Gail, my listeners always love to hear stories. Do you happen to have a story or, or two that you could share with us when we come back from commercial break? Absolutely. Very good. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and we're going to come back in a bit with Gail Longmore with MedSpa 810. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. 
Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Linda Biestetos is your host on All Things Franchising, where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm here today with Gail Longmore, and we're talking about the medical spa industry. So Gail, when we broke for commercial break, I asked you if you happen to have some stories that you could share with us. Sure. So um, I've often had people ask me how I got involved in the franchise industry, and Mm -hmm. it was something that um, like a lot of us, sort of, I slid into it sideways. I was uh, going to university and working in the fashion industry to pay my tuition. And um, when I graduated, I started to work with a small independent. It was called the Kettle Creek Canvas Company. We had three units. Uh, being in Canada, it was a cottage industry, so the local fishermen's wives would actually uh, pick up the, the product, sew it in their homes, and bring it back to us. But I was working in Toronto and um, at the Bay and Bloor store, and someone came in and said, I really like this store. I'd like, to, I'd like to buy it. And I said, well, I'm really sorry. It's not for sale. But she said, no, no, I want to own it in Sarnia, Ontario. And so that was my first experience of dealing with mm-hmm. a franchise. We took one page of paper and pushed it back and forth across the boardroom care uh, table and created a franchise agreement wow. um, and awarded yeah it was really fun awarded 22 of them across the country so that was oh my, my introduction to How, the franchise wow. industry well, that was certainly an interest in it then wasn't there that was great for you to see how that played out 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, when I first started um, interviewing with the group, with the executive team to come on with MedSpa 810, you know, I recognize our average ticket is $900. So this is a, you know, this is a, uh, a, a service that you would consider to be a luxury. But um, when I was being interviewed by um, our chief experience officer, Francis, Francis Acunzo, I asked him, I said, so is this a business that, you know, if the economy goes down or um, there's a recession, Fran has been involved in the medical spa industry for over 30 years. So he just mm-hmm. laughed and he said, you know, it is an essential business in some people's minds. The people that are doing Botox and fillers, you can imagine if, you know, they don't do that service and they look in the mirror, they're not going mm-hmm. to really embrace the way they look. So he said, mm-hmm. what happens is, you know, your sales, your appointments may go down for about a week to 10 days and then they come back up again. And we certainly saw that in our Scottsdale um, spa just recently where we did like $6,500 in sales in a, in a short period of time. Um, so essential business, maybe not from the, the, the definition typically that we would think about, but something that our guests would definitely see as essential. He said what they do is instead of buying that designer line purse that, that month or the really expensive shoes, they put that money aside for their medical spa services. How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> interesting. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about maybe one of your franchisees. Um, you know, how, what industry did they come from and uh, how well are they doing? How well are they converting to maybe being a business owner? So I have two women in uh, Arizona. They, have, they own uh, two spas together. One is in Phoenix, the other one in Scottsdale. They make a great team. Um, one of them is very, very strong in sales and marketing. The other one is very, very strong in um, in uh, accounting. And so, as a team, they you know they play off of each other very, very well. But they are about to go into their fifth year. This is a it's it shows in our item 19 of the franchise disclosure document that their net net going into their fifth year is 400,000 on one of these spas. Um, wow. Our spas typically will break even in the first year, and a uh, unit doing a million dollars in sales will net 21%, net net 21%. So again, nice. margins are very high. It's a, a mm-hmm. very nice return on investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And these, you know, you're talking about these two women coming together and creating a partnership. So that is something that I think some people think, oh, I can't do the whole thing. But that's really a great consideration is to find someone who maybe has a strength that you don't have and and consider doing this as a partnership, right? Absolutely. And they just very much complement each other as far as their abilities um, being on sort of either side of the table, where one is all personality and out there. The other one is the conservative, you know, ensuring that everything is being operated the, the way that it should. So it's a, it's a great team. Um, and they, they finish each other's sentences. So it is Funny. a really good partnership. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. This is an opportunity that can be a single unit. As I said, the numbers are very attractive, but it's also something that would be very easy as a multi-unit because mm-hmm. um, 
typically they are going to have spa managers and they would be managing the spa manager. And then if you think about somebody developing within a certain region, every time they add another unit, they're extending their marketing. So it's mm-hmm. the same strategies. They're just extending the, that activity to cover that new market. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. 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 Gail, if somebody's listening right now and they want to know more information about MedSpa 810, how they could possibly uh, be a part of your team, where would they go to find out more about uh, that opportunity? Well, they can reach me directly at 512-639-3898, or my email is gale, G-A-Y-L-E dot longmore, L-O-N-G-M-O-R-E at med, M-E-D, spa, S-P-A, 810.com. And our website, if they want to just look at our executive team and learn a little bit more about us before they reach out to, to me directly, is medspa810.com. Wonderful. Well, we're down to those final questions here. And the first one is, if there's someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for this process? Um, well, I think, you know, recognizing what the investment is, it looks like is part of that. Um, this is a, um, an investment that it, in the item seven, the range goes from 362 to 695,000. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, the, the banks are going to require that they have, if they are a doctor, there's a medical spa SBA that requires 20% down. If they're a lay, lay person, the um, SBA loans require 30% down. And then the net worth would be 750. They want to make sure that they're comfortable with the role. And that's really where my responsibility is, is helping them really be educated about what that looks like. But someone with good leadership skills, good communication skills, that's what we're really looking for. So maybe a little look in the mirror to make sure that, you know, they they are comfortable with that those activities. Um, but, you know, understanding a little bit more about the um, industry itself by going to the website is probably a good place to get started and then have a, an initial conversation with me. We, we go through a discovery process where they will speak to our VP of operations and training and our CEO and president prior to even coming to meet with us. So they'll have an opportunity to meet the executive team before they even come for a meet the team day where they'll meet everyone from our uh, chief experience officer to the real estate marketing group um, to, ha- to really have that chance to get to know us as, as uh, partners before they make their final decision. And another thing that they're able to do uh, during this process is they're able to speak to some of your existing franchisees and really get an Absolutely. idea of what that looks like for them, right? Yeah, before we invite them for Meet the Team Day, we would want them to um, speak to as many of them as possible um, to really find out what we're like as partners from the, the franchisee's perspective. That's a big part of, of what that yeah. exercise looks like. Yeah, definitely. And the second question, I know that we've kind of touched on this just a bit, but I know you've been in franchising for quite some time. Um, what do you? What are some of? The, what are two of the traits that make a successful franchisee? So I would say it's two things, and it's probably what makes successful humans is that's a positive attitude and the Mm -hmm. ability to follow um, a system and process. Because when someone goes into a franchise, they – if they have that true entrepreneurial spirit and they just really want to do it themselves and 
create the uh, a new wheel every day, then maybe being part of a franchise is not what they want to do. Um, mm-hmm. We've developed a system and process, and we have you know the services that we offer, which really we streamlined to be as profitable as possible and the services that are in in a a lot of demand if they want to be involved in things that are like um, you know other services that's that uh, spas offer they probably wouldn't be comfortable being under a franchise system Mm -hmm. it's so Mm -hmm. it's that ability to you know want to engage and be a partner in a system that's already developed Right. And you did mention that you have your own line of products that that um, you offer. And that's another thing that you would want to make sure that they support those those line of products. And it, when you have a franchise, folks, just to keep this in mind, you don't get to bring in your own products. You don't want to do that because the franchisor has already tested and proven the products they want you to offer and those are successful and and you want to stick with that so that would be another thing right gail yeah absolutely so the 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 relationships we have with our vendors um Mm -hmm. the the franchisee benefits from being under that umbrella for you know the leverage of negotiation but also as you said we're we have products in the front of our spas that we know are very effective. Um, I use one of the lines myself, and I have to tell you, I, I just find it phenomenal. But it's an interesting product line because you start at a certain stage, and then as your skin gets used to it, you go up to four different levels. So um, from a business perspective, this this client or this guest that's using the product is coming back to you on an ongoing right. basis. So right. not only is it an effective product, but it's also a really good business strategy. Yeah, and it's great recurring income as well. Right. So it sounds like mm-hmm. you have multiple streams of income for a franchisee to benefit from. Absolutely. It's not just the services. It's also that monthly um, membership program and then the retail products. Yeah, lovely. So, again, you've been in this uh, franchising industry for quite some time. What do you see the future of franchising look like? Well, I think, you know, during these times, I'm certainly having a lot of conversations with folks that are waiting for the other shoe to drop. They're not sure Mm -hmm. if they're going to be brought back into the offices um, or the corporate world. And so this is an opportunity for them to move into something where they have the support of a very strong team to help them go into business on their own. So we have seen immense growth in the franchise industry over the years. Um, And more and more businesses are comfortable with the franchise, the, the, um, the clients, the customers are comfortable with franchises because they know that their systems and processes in place. It's tough for an independent these days. Um, Even as you discussed earlier, negotiating leases, if you don't have a really good team in place to make sure that that landlord is going to give you a fair deal because landlords always come in high. You know, we come in really low, we negotiate every aspect of it and an independent wouldn't have that. So I just see it as continuing to get stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the things I think I've mentioned this on uh, maybe one of the past shows is when you're talking about landlords, um, if, if you don't know, it's not just the negotiation piece. It is the fact that what you're committing to 
the contract that you're signing is usually about four or five years. Isn't that right? Yeah, a lot of times it'll be a five-year lease with a five-year renewal or a Mm -hmm. 10-year lease. Um, Mm -hmm. And we like to lock down 10-year leases, Linda, because what happens when you get a business that's very successful, if you do a five-year lease, when you go to do the renewal, the landlord's going to bring the charges up um, really high. So by committing to a 10-year, you're locked in for that period of time. We have some leverage when we're negotiating with the landlords, though, because our traffic is very, very high. And when Mm -hmm. we're able to show this to the landlords, it's truly to their benefit. So not only are we negotiating that lease, but we're also looking for the landlord to contribute to leasehold improvements or um, HVAC systems. So having a professional team cross all those those T's and dot the I's really beneficial to the long term for that, that owner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially for a brand new um, business owner that may have just come yeah. out of corporate and they may have been an executive in corporate, but they don't really know much about uh, running your own business or uh, negotiating leases. So that's great that your team does that. So, Gail, we're down to the end of the show. One more time, if someone is listening and they want more information about MedSpa 810, how would they find out more? Yeah, so they could go to our website our website at medspa810.com. They can reach out to me directly. I'd love to talk to them. My number is 512-639-3898. And then uh, they can reach me by email, which is gail, G-A-Y-L-E dot longmore, L-O-N-G-M-O-R-E at medspa810.com. Wonderful. Gail, thanks so much for being on the show today. I really enjoyed hearing more about the industry and uh, look forward to following Medspa810. Thanks, Linda. I really appreciate your time today. Absolutely. So, folks, I hope that you've learned a little more about an industry one more time that is represented by the franchise model, and it's not burgers and fries, right? So um, I'm going to leave you with a quote, as I always do. Nature gives you the face you have at 20. It is up to you, the quality of your face, at 50. And that was a quote by Coco Chanel. Folks, I hope y'all have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.